Joe Biden tells so many lies that he needs to write them down on a little sheet of paper so that he can keep track of all of them. It's true. I have the proof. What's up? This is the Catriot podcast. And my name is Mark Kay. Thanks for joining me today. Listen, there's a couple. We'll get to the Joe Biden thing. And, you know, it's no shock that Joe Biden uses a cheat sheet. It's. It's not, you know, when you don't have a teleprompter handy, you've got to you've got to revert to the old school uh, flashcard or the, you know, the, I guess the the crib notes is what they used to call them, and that's exactly what Joe Biden did. But you're supposed to be better at hiding them. He doesn't do a good job at hiding them. So they're right there, and photographers can take pictures, and that's what happened yesterday, almost verbatim. The answers he gave to Peter Ducey from Fox News when Peter Ducey was asking him questions about, you know, calling for regime change and and saying, hey, are we going to use biological weapons? And, uh, you know, what about the troops? Are you sending them to Ukraine? All of these things that Joe Biden alluded to over the weekend, really legitimate questions that reporters and the American people and the military should have. Um Joe Biden needed to deflect them. And so he had he had a little crib sheet. And let me tell you, it was it, it was interesting, not just the notes, not just the notes on the cheat sheet, but what they titled it. Um, whoever typed it up, they wrote tough Putin Q&A talking points. And that was the title of this particular crib sheet. And then, for example, number one was if you weren't advocating for regime change, what did you mean? Can you clarify? And they knew this question was going to come up because they ain't stupid. Uh, and there were two bullet points. Number one, I was expressing the moral outrage I felt toward the actions of this man. And number two, I was not articulating a change in policy. And you can see he did he did both of those. And then there was another question about Macron and NATO. And, and you know, th- this is this is how Joe Biden gets through life by having someone else put words in his mouth. And unfortunately, the someone else putting words in his mouth wasn't elected to office. Joe Biden, well, I mean, Joe Biden was, I don't know, that's still still up for grabs. Anywho, we'll get to some of that here later in the show today, I'm sure, but that's a story that I'm following and very interested in and uh, not at all shocked by. But there is something else that I want to talk about, and it's something I've become more and more fascinated by for a couple of reasons. Um, Kat Kamick, who I think I mentioned yesterday, she's one of our local politicians. She's right over here in Clay County, and she's the youngest female uh, representative currently serving in the House of Representatives, and she launched something called Grit Pack. Grit Pack. And Grit Pack is uh, a new political, you know, action committee that's going to look look for blue collar Republicans and kind of drag them or bring them or convince them to run for office. Uh, the American Grit Pack kicked off last week. And she's saying, we don't want any lawyers. We want blue-collar, working-class Americans. Um, We want to see heart. We want to see moms elected to Congress. We want the blue-collar types, electricians, contractors, commercial sandblasters, she even said. And the reason is because we don't have enough of those. We don't have enough of those. She says in this, let's see, Fox News, uh, she's quoted as saying, we are looking for people who actually know what it's like to go fill up their own gas tank and have had to work paycheck to paycheck, and really work hard for everything that they have. That's who we're targeting because I think the Republican Party has become the party of the working class, and it's time that we reflect that now. And it's a very interesting concept because, as we all know, this is a government of the people and by the people and for the people, and more and more it's not representative of the people, especially when you look at what's going on. And I mean, look at Joe Biden from the top down. Joe Biden is not representative of anyone except probably Hunter Biden. Joe Biden is is an old dude. He's been in Washington his entire life. He had one job as a lawyer, which he was horrible at. So then he entered Congress or uh, read the, entered uh, politics, rather. He won his first Senate seat in, what, 74? I think I was born. 
I think on my birthday, Joe Biden finally, uh, you know, won his, his election. And then he's been there ever since. He's never left. He was there as a senator. He was there as a senator again. He was there constantly, didn't work a day in his life, became vice president, which, again, is the most pointless job anyone can have. And now he's uh, somehow, you know, weaseled his way into the the Oval Office. So from the top down, you can see there are not real people in Congress. Nancy Pelosi is very similar. Chuck Schumer. A lot of these a lot of these left wing lunatics who come up with these horrible policies for America and for their constituents are there for one reason and one reason only. And that is because they are trying to um, better themselves. They're looking for financial gain. They're looking for power. They want to build up the kind of power base and the kind of fortune that will keep them and their families cush forever, for generations. I mean, Hunter Biden, that dude never has to work again. What he's doing right now is he's just trying to subsidize. He's trying to fill up that the coffers before his, you know, his father finally kicks it. Because unfortunately for Joe, look, here was the this was the plan, okay? Joe Biden had Bo. And Bo was this great guy, clean cut, military, lawyer, went off and fought for the country, you know, got cancer, passed away. It was very sad. But Bo was supposed to be the next Joe. Bo was supposed to be the next senator from Delaware or governor of Delaware or whatever. Joe uh, was grooming Bo to fill his shoes because, well, someone needs to continue to provide for the family. Unfortunately, Bo's gone. And that left Hunter. And Hunter can't run for office. Hunter's a Hunter's a crackhead. Hunter can't run for office. That laptop has disqualified him from ever holding any kind of elected position ever. Um well, except maybe in California. And and now Joe Biden and Hunter are in a race. They're in a race to try to squeeze as much money as they can out of Joe Biden's final years in office, out of his final years in politics, so that they can live for the rest of their lives on their big multi-million dollar Delaware mansion and and they can buy all the you know Russian prostitutes that, that Hunter needs to sustain him. And whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Hence the artwork. Hence the Barisma contracts. Hence the Bobolinsky schemes. Hence the the things with his you know his uh, his uncle. All of this is just an effort to fill their Scrooge McDuck like vault with as much gold as possible, um, so that they'll be okay once Joe once Joe is gone. You know, once he's once he's shuffled off this mortal coil, as the Bard would say. So that's where they are. But uh, it, Joe Biden is not a regular person, never has been. And none of the people on the Democrat Party and a lot of them in the Republican Party, too, are, are you know, fit the same bill. Madison Cawthorn, who's a, a young kid from North Carolina who's been under fire because he's, well, you know, hyper conservative. He there's an there's an article in Newsweek that came out today where he talks about some of the crazy things that have happened to him since he got to Washington, D.C. And he said that uh, this is from Newsweek. Representative Madison Cawthorn, a North Carolina Republican, said in a recent interview that leaders that he looked up to in Washington, D.C. had invited him to an orgy and did cocaine in front of him. I mean, this is and this is look, this should not be surprising at all. He said, quote, I heard a former president. Uh, I heard from a former president that we had in the 90s who was asked a question about this, and he gave an answer that I thought was so true. He said, the only thing accurate, not accurate in the show The House of Cards is that you could never get a piece of legislation about education passed that quickly. And he said, look, the sexual perversion that goes on in Washington, I mean, being kind of a young guy in Washington, the average is probably 60 or 70. I look at a lot of these people, a lot of them that I've looked up to through my entire life, I've always paid attention to politics. Then all of a sudden you get invited and they say, oh, hey, we're going to have a sexual get together at one of our homes. You should come. 
And Cawthorn uh, then says, what did they just ask me to come to? And you realize they're asking you to come to an orgy. And they do this for a couple of reasons. Number one, they're sexually depraved. Number two, they want they want to control you. They want something on you. If you show up at an orgy in Washington, D.C., just know it'll be well documented. There will be photos and video and there'll be names of people. And that's how they control you and how you vote for the rest of your life. You know, you, you show up, you're young. They're like, hey, come to my house for a party. Next thing you know, there's compromising photos of you. If you ever go to Washington, D.C., if you're ever elected, never go to a party. <laughs> that's my motto. Just stay home. Just stay home and watch, you know. Watch Netflix or something. But anyway, then he said, then he said, uh, there were other guys. Uh, he said, look, where is it? Oh, hang on. Here we go. He said, uh, the Republican lawmaker also said that some of the people who are leading on the movement to try to remove addiction in our country have done, quote, a key bump of cocaine right in front of them. So you've got these folks again, and they're out there and they're trying to pass legislation to help people with addiction and they're trying to get money for their districts so they can get drug addicts off the street and the needles off the street and they want to clean people up and clean up the neighborhoods. And meanwhile, there are parties, you know, hitting cocaine, doing lines, doing a bump right in front of Madison Cawthorn. And he's like, this is crazy. This is nutty. It's like a fraternity house. And this is Republicans and Democrats, I'm sure. I mean, if these people are talking to Madison Cawthorn, if they're inviting him out, clearly they're Republicans. And he did mention that these are people he's look up, looked up to his entire life. So the, what's going on in Washington, D.C. and what's been going on there for years is not normal. It's not what happens or uh, what it's not what happens really in, in your life or in my life. Well, maybe in your life. If, if you've got a much cooler life than I do, then it happens in your life. There's orgies and cocaine. But in my life, no, there's none of that. There's, you know, there's carpool and falling asleep at nine o'clock on a Friday because you're exhausted. And maybe if you're lucky, you drink a glass of wine on the porch. Uh, but that's about as crazy. That's about it. You know, if it's a really crazy night, if I'm really feeling wild, maybe I'll watch a little Dr. Pimple Popper. But uh, but otherwise, that's about as crazy as it gets in the suburbs. And these people in Washington, D.C. are living these rock star lives. They're going out there, they're passing legislation, they're arguing for bills, they're they're spending trillions of dollars of your money, and then they're going out for some blowing hookers. Like it's, uh, you know, like they're, um, I don't know, John Belushi or something. It's really nuts. It's really nuts. But that's what Washington, D.C. is like. And that's what, interestingly enough, these young lawmakers are trying to change. Madison Cawthorn, Kat Kamek, who is saying we don't need any more of these crazy old perverted drug addicts in in, uh, in Washington, D.C. We don't want any more of these Joe Biden playboy types who are just going to try to milk the system for as much money as they possibly can. We don't want them and their deadbeat kids coming in here and treating this like it's some kind of, you know, like it's some kind of Hollywood casting called after party, you know, album release for the Rolling Stones in the 60s. What I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of imagery, I know, but you, you can grab it like like Andy Warhol's parties at Studio 54. It's not Studio 54, folks. It's Washington, D.C., and it's the hub of power for the entire world. And it should be treated with a little more respect. So Kat Kamek is leading the charge. And I'm really I'm trying to get her to come in here because I'd love to talk to her about it, about how she plans to get regular, average, ordinary people out of their jobs, out of the suburbs, out of their the, the small towns in America and into the House of Representatives. And, uh, and, you know, walking the halls of the Capitol building, the true seat of power in the United States of America. I think it's necessary 
I think it's tough, but I think it's necessary. Uh, anyway, we'll have more of that later on today. If you haven't yet, by the way, if you haven't yet, follow our YouTube channel because it is growing by leaps and bounds. I posted another video yesterday on the Katriot, uh, Katriot's YouTube. Go to Katriot's on YouTube. You can just search for it. And I posted a video yesterday that really took off. It was all about this slap thing and how they blamed Donald Trump for it. And it's just it's just nutty. But we're really trying to grow that channel and uh, and beat the tech tyrants at their own game. And with your help, I think we can, you know, the way Kat Kamek's trying to get regular people back into Washington. I'm trying to get regular people back into big tech. Uh, that's my goal. And, um, and I could use some regular people like you to help me out. All right. Have a great day. Keep listening. Thank you for subscribing. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the Catriot Podcast.